Support for this podcast comes from WeWork. Today takes new ways of working, new measures toward health and safety, flexible terms to scale up and down, convenient spaces designed for focus and collaboration. It takes WeWork to take your business where you want it to go. WeWork. That's how tomorrow works. Visit wework.com slash tomorrow. Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to The B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. Do it, baby, stick it, baby, move it, baby, lick it, baby, suck up on that click into that pussy, got a hickey, baby, watch big, could have brought a Range Rover, chain little, but I spent some change on it, nigga mad, I'ma put the gang on him, they'll die about me, they'll bang on him, in that ass poked out, the frame on him, pussy so good, he got my name on it. Pretty on the realest in the city, only fucking with the plug. Got a nigga work a billy showing love. Only talk about bands when he hit me. Show him he ain't kidding me. We never do a quickie. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> I figured we need to get a little festive. You know, I'm here today with Housewives of Atlanta. Cynthia's Bailey is here. Miss <laughs> Bailey, y'all. Yes, I appreciate you bringing me into uh, City Girls Twerk song. Oh, twerk. Especially know, just, after last night's Well, episode. I didn't win the twerk off mm-hmm. at the Bailey Q, but I was in the running, honey, which means what, I've come a long way. What would you call what you were doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kenya said I looked like I was getting taped. Uh, my good friend Kenya Moore said, Miss Kenya Moore Daily. But um, mm-hmm. you know what? I think the angle that the camera had, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. my little I mean, situation did... was not right. Because you couldn't really see how, I mean, in person, I mean, literally it looked like two Rottweilers fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could tell that it was a lot It was a lot of stuff going on back there. I just couldn't quite see oh, it. Oh, I, I got what I got. The material, I, I got the tools. <laughs> Just trying to figure out how to make a move right. Oh, so um, how have you been? I've been really well, thank you. Been really well. Um, how's this season been so far? Taping and it's done yes. for the most part. Just not the reunion. Yes, it is done. Mm-hmm. This season has been surprisingly amazing. I was, you know, coming off the reunion last year. I didn't really know what to expect. And I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be, I knew it was going to be kind of a tough season, you know, because of the fact that, you know, Nini and I aren't friends anymore. And the and reunion knew, was Oh, the reunion nasty. was like a dark hole, basically. Yeah. It was, we did not leave in, we didn't leave, we did not leave off in a good place. So I kind of went into it like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have fun because life is too short and people are like dropping like flies these days and you have to really live your life to the fullest. And I live by that and believe that. And the other thing that I went into season 12 was I went into season 12 with the mindset of, I'm just going to live in my truth, have a good time and just go about my life. Mm. Like I just really, it's just, I've been on the show 10 years. Mm. I'm not going to make myself crazy. I'm not going to stress myself out. You know, this is a show. It's an entertainment show. It's a drama-based show. We come, all the women on the show bring what they bring, and we make a TV show. After that, I go home and I take my wig off take and I take these off. eyelashes mm-hmm. off. They give me a good old makeup wipe and take all this makeup <laughs> off. And I get on the phone or either I crawl in the bed with my heel. Yeah. And I'm happy. That. And so, okay, so how do you feel about the people who are saying that you just now got a personality? 
<laughs> oh, I hadn't heard that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, it's meaning like, like you just a backbone. I've heard that one. Yeah. I didn't hear but about I mean, the personality. The personality is like the backbone, right? It just basically mm-hmm. like now you have something to say. Now right. you are like if someone says something to you, you're going to say something back, right? When did you decide you were going to show more of that? Well, you know, in the past seasons, uh, I've always had a backbone. Number one, you know, I do pick and choose my battles. You know, I'm just not really. I've never been a. a super confrontational person but if Mm -hmm. you guys go back and see any time that i have been in a situation Mm -hmm. where i was confronted with something i mean i've always stood my ground i don't really feel like i start stuff per se but mm, if you back me into a corner i'm not gonna sit there and cry you know what i mean i definitely Mm -hmm. hold my own and as far as the personality goes i think like i get kind of a bad rap but well, I don't even want to call it bad because I'm I'm fine with being called boring whatever you want to call it 10 years mm-hmm. later obviously somebody probably don't think I'm boring I know that's right <laughs> okay so I must be doing something over here right a decade but I think when yeah. you try to handle yourself with class regardless of your situation mm-hmm. I think people equate that to well she's not a wretched girl she's not gonna do this she's not gonna do that it's kind of like okay well she's the boring girl you know mm-hmm. they want to put you in a box but again, you know, 10 seasons on the show. I mean, I think some of my events are always the most interesting, fun events. I mean, who else on the show could actually have a 50th birthday party and actually convince the cast to come as them? Mm. Who else could do that? Only Cynthia Bailey. That's true. I, my Bailey queue is like now an annual thing. At a Bailey Bowl that was like, no one will ever forget that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I've done some of the most memorable scenes on, on, on the show. To right. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I don't consider myself boring. I consider myself, um, I pick and choose my battles and I try to conduct myself with, with class mm-hmm. when I can. Don't always work out for me, chat. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I get turned up, you know, they pull me out of my bag. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like that, you know, now for you, it's like you found love. Mm-hmm. And that has been, you know, a part of the storyline, and I'm sure it's going to continue to be a part. Yeah, it's of, a part of my life. A part of your life, you know. Um, on a show, B. Scott, mm-hmm. you know, you can't. If I am in love and I have a love life, if I don't show it on the show, then people on the show feel like, well, how can you have this great life with Mike and we never get to see him? Mm-hmm. Kind of like what happened with Kenya, exactly. And, and that's you, how she got in trouble. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. And we go and on the podcast, we're going to talk about all the okay. ins and outs. Okay, we're going deep. We're Dang. going deep, and that's the truth. I mean, that's yeah. the reason why Kenya was set down, right? And I'm just lucky because that was a concern for me when I met Mike. I was like, oh my god, I met this man that I love, that I really want to be with, and I'm really happy with. Then I was like, dang, now I got to see if he'll come on the show. Right. Because I can't really. I mean, I can. I mean, either. I mean, I guess I can quit the show, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to quit my job to to be in a relationship. So. Lucky for me, you know, he lives in L.A. I live in Atlanta. And he comes from media, too. Absolutely. So, he so he's, well, he's used to being on TV. Mm-hmm. He's just not used to being on, you know, a reality. <laughs> That's a whole nother TV show. And I can understand the hesitance of um, the significant others or the husbands on being on the show because they do come into the spotlight and they yes. are critiqued. And oftentimes it's a negative critique. Well, they definitely get quite a bit of... Um, unwanted attention i'll say mm-hmm. you know the focus when the focus um turns to them you know it's not usually to see all the great things that are, that they're doing mm-hmm. it's usually the know, negative the negative I, I, it reminds me of the scene where nini and peter were getting into it mm-hmm. and she said to him 
stop being a bitch or right. something like that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think that was the beginning of a problem with you and Nene because that was just, I was just like, whoa, you just call right. this man a bitch. Right. She's, I, think she, I think her exact words were stop acting like a bitch. Stop acting like a bitch. And, you know, that that definitely put us in a spot. Mm-hmm. And we, did, we ended up not being friends after a while over that. But, you know, it goes back to respect. Yeah. There is nothing that would ever make me disrespect her husband. I just wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Even if I felt it, I just wouldn't do it just because I have respect for her marriage. I have respect for her and her man. I just wouldn't do it. Do you believe husbands and kids are off limits? Kids, most definitely. And I think husbands, for the most part, unless they put themselves into the fire. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, you know, Peter often, (laughs) he inserted himself. So (laughs) if he he got what he got, (laughs) but he was a little more vocal than some of the other husbands, because honestly, some of the other husbands don't really, you know, get involved in in the group, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But, you know, times have changed. You know, the show has changed and the guys are actually more involved in all of our stories than they, you know, more than they ever really have before. And speaking of what just happened in the last episode, mm-hmm. at your house, that yes, was a very cute. The belly cue. Um, that was really interesting to me because I felt like the dynamics of the friendships are changing once again. Yes. Because I was shocked about, let me tell you, and I'm friends with Kenya too. Yes. I and am. I mean, and let's be 100% transparent. I'm friends, well, I used to be friends with Nini. Yeah, I actually met you through Nini. Yes. I used to be friends mm-hmm. with Nini. Nene, me and Nene had have an issue now because I don't respect how she got me in front of Andy Cohen and was saying negative things to me in front of him. We were at Palace and she was like, you know, and this blogger and, and, you know, and this Kenya's friend and, you know, this man. And I at first didn't even know she was talking to me. My friend, she got, you know, Nene was drinking. And so she started going off. And my friend's like, she, I think she's talking to you, B. And I turned around and she was directed towards me in front of this. You know, for me, it's like he's an executive for Bravo. Right. And it's a white man. Mm -hmm. You don't, as a person in my community, you don't get me in front of this man and start talking shit to me. Right. Yeah. And so that's how me and Nene, and now how I feel like we ain't cool because you should never do that, number one. If you got something, anything to say to me about, especially about my work or blog or whatever, she was mad because she felt like me and Kenya had became close. And she hates Kenya. Mm -hmm. And so that's when, when she started drinking, that's what came out. Oh, okay. You know how she gets mm-hmm. she gets a little Nene came out, baby. <laughs> and then I had yeah, to re- I've met Nene. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely met Nene before. And then I had to reintroduce her to B. Scott. Mm-hmm. And I said, as we all know, right in front of Andy, I said, it's the people like us that write stories about the housewives that make people want to watch. That's very true. And I said, and, and actually, she was talking about the season that Kenya wasn't there because there was no exclusives that she felt that, you know, that's the reason why, because Kenya was my source. And I was like, and before I was friends with Kenya, I was friends with you. And right. I still had those exclusives, didn't I? Right. That's true. I said, the reason why I didn't talk about that season, because that last season was boring. That's what I said to her. I was reading her. And I was like, and there was no exclusive to talk about. There was nothing. I felt like going to my fan base. I do stories that people click on. <laughs> okay, Shay. <laughs> I right. make I make my money based on people coming to the site. And, right. and Andy called. You should have been at the Bailey Q. I should. Very shade, honey. You need to host the Bailey Q next I year. <laughs> Here's today's stem tip. 
Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can Stem. A message from the Ad Council. And so that's how <laughs> I wanted to fill you in on how me and Nini. Yeah. But other than well, that. Well, I knew you guys were friends. Like I said, yeah. I met Nini through you. I didn't know a lot of the backstory. And to be honest, I wasn't really sure why you guys fell out. Because of that. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds like a good reason. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is, if exclusive information comes to me, I'm going to run it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, and if you don't want certain information out there, then well, you should. Well, that's part of your job. Exactly. And she that's was. That's how ta- you make your living. And she was taking those things personal. And then she also was going to other bloggers that don't have my reach. So yeah, you got well, to make sure you're in the right team, honey. <laughs> In the words, in the words, and you do, and she, she should have known right that team. she's well, she's going to her a little yes. lesser known blogs <laughs> trying to come against me, right? Well, I, I think you know, as a celebrity, mm-hmm. and you know, especially uh, you know, for someone that's been in the public eye as long mm-hmm. as she has, you know, you, I mean, you got to roll with it. You cannot take it personal, and she takes it personal. Well, a lot of it, yeah. I mean, yeah. She, I mean, it's like you know. And you shouldn't. You should understand that what runs on blogs and what's put out there. Because I think she was deeply, as far as what I was seeing on the show, she was upset that you had went and talked about the situation on the internet. Oh, yes. On different places. And then she followed up with the interview she did where she was basically saying that you were desperate. Right. How do you feel about that? Well, I, you know, that was, that was pretty hurtful. I, I, you know, I'm not the kind of person that's just going to just, you know, go on a bashing campaign. This is just mm-hmm. not what I do. It doesn't make me feel good to do something like that. Um, what I recall is when the reunion came, you know, when we were getting towards the reunion or right after the reunion, I can't remember, was her, you know, putting things out on social media mm. because that's kind of, you know, one of her go-to. She speaks through her social media. Mm-hmm. And, and they were negative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once... The last episode of the reunion aired, you know, I mean, we're at the reunion. It was, you know, we were not in a good place. And honestly, you know, watching back that episode, I mean, it looked like, you know, I didn't, like I betrayed her in, in, in her mind. It's like a huge betrayal because it looks like I knew that Kenya was coming to my sequence event. Mm-hmm. And I honest to God, and Kenya, can everyone will tell you, Kenya told me she wasn't coming. Mm-hmm. And because of her you had invited situation. her, of but, course I invited her. But she said she wasn't coming, yeah, and, and then decided to come. Yeah, because we were filming, and she wasn't a part of the show. And you know, Kenya Moore, Queen Kenya, is mm-hmm. not going to just come and show up and be an extra. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She, you know, felt some kind of way about being there if we were filming. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I was like, "Look, I just wanted to invite you, and you know, it's your choice if you want to come." I don't come. So once she made, and I understood her reason, you know, she was definitely going through her stuff with the network. So I was like, I get it. Like it, I'm just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Said she wasn't coming. Candy convinced her to come. Yep. And it turned out to be a smart thing because if you're trying to come back on the show, then you should show up. Well, absolutely. But <laughs> I couldn't convince her. Right. You know, but in the end, she ended up showing up. Because she's logical. I mean, she understands right. that. Yes. And that. But she never told me. Right. Now, of course, it even, looked even though it's completely on, different even from though, what I'm saying, but I'm yeah. telling you on everything that I okay. love. That's the God's honest truth. And, you know, if I wanted to, I, I never denied that I wanted her to come. She said she wasn't coming. So I didn't feel it was necessary to call Nini and say, hey, just so you know, I invited Kenya and she's not coming. 
for what? I think, you know, if she, even if she was coming, I didn't really have to tell her because it's mm-hmm. not that serious. Like, I didn't think it was that serious. Kim was like, I don't even know how many months pregnant right. at the time. If she came, she came. If she didn't, she didn't. It had really nothing to do with, with Nini. So even for, you know, people out there who may see the situation and say, you know, yes, you and Nini were not cool for whatever reason. Does that then give you the right to then be befriend and become best friends with her nemesis? Because on the show, you know, Kenya was letting Nene have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she lit that ass up. <laughs> so then you went and became friends with her, and y'all became Ace Boom, Ace mm-hmm. Booms. Mm-hmm. So you know, in political correct society, you can't say the last part now. So, but right. Ace Booms. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm from North Carolina, so you know it comes out. Um, so. What do you say to that? Well, what I say to that is, number one, I can be friends with anyone that I want to be friends with. I don't feel like I just have to have one friend on the show. And I could be closer to one person on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenya and I got close probably right around the time that Nini and I fell out. The first time we fell out, because mm-hmm. this is not our first time. <laughs> this is not our first rodeo in. <laughs> And because um, she wants absolute loyalty, yeah. But I didn't seek out Kenya mm-hmm. because of Nini. To be honest with you, it didn't matter. I actually like Kenya. I do. Yeah, I have a soft spot for her. Me I too. just do. Yeah. And um, you know, but we're not best friends because people were saying, "Oh, you know, B. Scott and Kenya is best friends, and that's where he gets his information from." Not understanding that I know all the girls. Right. I but know you guys production, have a, a friendship, and now especially with. The Gabrielle Union exclusive. Right. That came from NBC sources. (laughs) I kind of said in the last thing, I said, did you honestly think I would lie about something from the Housewives? Exactly. If I'm breaking news about Gabrielle Union being mistreated at America's Got Talent? Thank you. Now, come on now, somebody. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, you know, our our friendship just, you know, organically happened. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. despite anybody, you know, because it could have been with any of the other girls. I'm cool with Candy, too. You know, King is a little bit closer in age to me. You know, I kind of, Nini's, you know, actually a little older than I am. Only a couple months. There's no shade. It's just the truth. You know, I always just kind of own my age a little bit more than some of the other people on the show. Mm-hmm. But um, in any case, I kind of gravitate to the older girls. Yeah. Because, shit, I'm older. So why wouldn't I? <laughs> Don't look it. <laughs> well, thank Don't you. Well, thank we'll you. get to the skincare in a little bit. Yeah. You look so anyway, so yeah. So, you know, I love Kenya. You know, Kenya, um... You know, I think she is very misunderstood in a lot of ways. Um, you know, she owns who she is. She's not for everybody, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> She's not even for me sometimes. But like we I, saw last night. <laughs> I get her and mm-hmm. I I love her. Right. And it's like, so. you know, it, it when the show came when Kenya came on the show, Kenya knows what needs to be done. To make good TV. Oh, Kenya's great she's a, TV. She's a trained but professional. But even, even, I mean, <laughs> at this point, Nene or any of the other ones that are Should not be. here for her are not going to say that because they would be stupid to say that. They know that Kenya's good TV and she's good for the show, whether she's friends with them or not. Yeah. And, you know, some actually I was just in a, another interview. I was just at another interview and they mm-hmm. asked me about Nene, of course, because mm-hmm. the only time I really talk about Nene is when Ask. Y'all ask me. Yeah, it's because, not like but, I just want to run around here and talk about Nene. But you have to because given the context of it, you know, <laughs> you came on the show as really good friends of hers. That's right. That's how you they right. set you up. Right. So they kind of set you up exactly. to continue to Which have to talk about I it. Which obviously I met her. Exactly. And then I met her when I was auditioning for the show. 
So I got to really know Nini while we were actually filming the show. It's mm-hmm. not like we had all this history before the show. Exactly. And that's just, but we didn't know that right. as viewers of the show. Right. So yeah. once you get on the show and that's how you introduce, it's kind of that's, that's how Absolutely. you got locked in. Exactly. And now you've been breaking away from that person that you were locked into, regardless of whether you had this long friendship or not. Right. That was when the friendship contract was born, which is like <laughs> <laughs> just a con- iconic at this point. Is this your burning? Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, like just going back. Back to mm-hmm. to Nini, you know, regardless of where we're at, where we're gonna be, what we can can be, whatever, you know, however this friendship um, evolves or breaks up or deteriorates, whatever happens with us, Nini's good TV as well, yeah. and she's good for the show. Yeah, she's definitely, especially when she brings her Nini to Nini. the show. She has know? she has a comedic quality that's really funny. Oh, when Nini's funny, yeah, she is it's hilarious. Funny, yes, she has it, but she also has. A malicious side to her that's not funny. Well, that's the side that's not funny. Yeah, and that's kind of like that the viewers really don't want. I don't yeah. want to see people take it too right. far. Right. When it goes too far, it's kind of like it's kind of like what Phaedra did. Mm. When Phaedra was talking about, you know, Candy potentially dr- trying to drug and rape mm-hmm. Portia, mm-hmm. that's too far. Right. Yeah. That yeah was I mean, like, you know, and then Nini, you know, when she feels, you know, um, attacked or she feels her deepest insecurities, she kind of hits too low. You know, and the under the belt, and you know, it just doesn't feel good as a viewer. Right, right. I I'm all for funny Nini, shady Nini, because I know that Nini has a good heart. Mm-hmm. I think that you know sometimes she just doesn't make smart choices. I'll just say that mm-hmm. because you know even now. You know, whatever place we're in, I don't even know because it seems like it changes from whatever I read <laughs> from my Google yeah. alerts. Um, I have personal closure with the situation. We do have a conversation. Um, you guys have to see how it all plays out. But I went into that conversation looking for resolution mm-hmm. and closure. Did you get it? Well, I'll just say I, I got personal closure. Mm-hmm. You know, my goal was to get, uh, you know, for us both to to get where we wanted to go but in the end you know i can only be responsible for cynthia right and all i can do is show up accept accountability apologize if i need to and try to get on the other side but it takes two people to do that so um i had to accept you know just my part in and i'm good with it i sleep very well at night now as you Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Trend Micro. At CDW, we get that patch-together security can leave gaps in protection. I patch things together all the time, like this broken desk chair. Some duct tape, good as new. Orchestrated by CDW, Trend Micro Cloud One provides unified protection and better visibility across cloud services. It's all-in-one cloud security that can hold its own. Okay. Want to buy some gently used office furniture? No, thanks. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash trend micro. So, so what um, else is going on? So we're, concluding, <laughs> we're concluding the Nini segment of the show. Damn. Okay, I'm on a couch, but I really feel like I'm in the hot seat, honey. It's a hot couch. What did I tell you? Because Scott did not come to play today. I'm like, child, I'm going to need it's to get that with Nini Leak, so yeah. I need y'all to... <laughs> get that interview because can you ask me some stuff about me (laughs) damn okay when is my wedding uh uh, 2020 uh let's see what else i got going on let's Uh, talk about (laughs) 
<laughs> let's talk about Noel. Okay, yes, let's talk about Noel. Okay, so um, one of the things that when I reached out to you that really touched me, um, and I said it to you, was how supportive that you have been of your daughter. Um, and your daughter revealed to you that she is gender fluid. Yes. Um, is it gender fluid? No, or... Or a fluid meaning fluid, not gender um, fluid, but sex sexuality. She's fluid with her sexuality, right? So that means she's bisexual. She's just okay. Now, don't, look, don't give me the test now. <laughs> I just found out what fluid was yeah. when Noel told me about mm-hmm. it. To my to my uh, very new, uh, you know, for this being a new part of my community. Uh, to my, what I understand fluid to be is that. They, I'm not really sure how to explain it. To be honest, it's like, babe, what is it? It's you're just like, open. You're just open. You're to, open. So it's it's not in regards to her. But gender. is it's it the same as bisexual? I don't. I think it's there's I something she's different. To, she's is she open to men and women, or is she she's open to men and women. Yes. Okay. So she's okay. Fluid. So that's fluid. I think that fluid may be the new term in, ter- in with sexuality meaning for bisexual in a way because you're just you're is is whoever you love. Right. Exactly. So, you know, she's just, you know. Yes. What did you say on the show? You're like, I knew she was fluid, but I didn't know she was flowing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How did you, when she first came to you with it, how did you feel? Or what did you, was your like? I was surprised. I was surprised not because, you know, it was a little shocking. I was surprised just because I thought I would have known. I just thought, you know, I would have seen some signs or just picked up on it. And, um, you know, Noelle and I are very close. So as a parent, you just feel like, I, girl, I've been knowing you was fluid. You know what I mean? But I didn't know. I had no idea. Uh, one of the main, you know, our conversation when she went to college was, you know, be careful with the boys. There's a lot of cute boys over at Howard. You know, make sure, you know, if you do whatever, use protection. Don't be come back pregnant, child. Don't be, you know. <laughs> when, when she came home, she told me uh, I didn't have to worry about her being pregnant and I was like oh okay well yay you celibate okay that's great and she was like no she was like actually I've met a girl I was hmm. like oh well you definitely won't get pregnant <laughs> so, okay well I don't have to worry about that but anyway um you know what I I was surprised like I said mm-hmm. and her dad was surprised as well mm-hmm. I think we first initially thought, because once I started talking to other people about it, we kind of thought it was like a phase, like mm. a college thing. Like Most you know, parents do. Yeah, yeah. Like I talked to other people. It's like, oh, girl, my niece went through the same thing. Yeah. She got turned down when she wondered what or whatever. It's like, you know, that's what you, you're like, oh, okay, so this is just a um, going to college thing. They're just experimenting. And I told her to be open to new experiences. And she was. She was <laughs> okay so yeah she was mm-hmm. and um with that said i didn't know i just was like okay let's see you know what happens but i i was supportive like you know it's like look i just want you to be happy right and then when i saw that it wasn't a phase and this really was what it was when i met you know a couple of the girls that you know she was friendly with, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, "Okay, so this is really happening." I like how you phrase that. Couple of the girls she was friendly with, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because in school, you know, in college, you know, they kind of came as mentors and whatnot. So it's like, oh, "Okay, all right." But anyway, um, once I realized that this was, was really a, th- a thing, a thing, yeah, um, I just had to embrace it. One of the things that I was 
really more concerned about was her telling her own story. Hmm. You know, being on a reality show and not like, you know, we have to be pretty transparent on, well, I try to be pretty transparent. You know, Noel's never, her personal life has never really been a focus on the show before now. But because of the world that we live in with all these cell phones and cameras or whatever, whatever, and, you know, meeting some of her friends, I was like, okay, it's... It's going to come out. It's going to... Somebody's going to out her. Mm -hmm. So I wanted her to out herself. And And take control of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Just to get in front of it. You know, we have... The Real Housewives of Atlanta is the number one show on Bravo. We have a lot of people that watch the show. A lot. And I just thought this would be great. I always try to use the platform for um, business... And I also like to use it just for education. Like the main reason why I even showed her going to Howard was because I wanted to show my daughter going to college, yeah, uh, HBCU. And like, I feel like with all the drama, with all the drama and everything that's going on that we show on the show, I was like, let's show this. You know, they've been watching Noelle since she was eight years old. So that was her journey. Looking back, it was actually a mistake because we kind of ruined her college experience for her, Mm. her first year. Because, you know, what does that look like normally? You show up, you know, you're like, you know, with your parents and you're like, you know, running around trying to, you know, go doing stops to bed, bath and beyond and trying to get it all together, your room. But Noel had a camera crew with her day mm-hmm. one. So and she can't take that first experience back. And what that did was create a lot of unwanted attention that she didn't really want. And people started gravitating toward her because of the show and because of us. And, and not necessarily because not, of her. Right. And then that became a problem. So that was a mistake. But I thought I was doing something good for the show to show this. But I didn't really think about how it was going, how it was going to affect her mm-hmm. rolling up with the camera crew. Because she's not really that reality show kid. It's like, hey, yeah, come over here. You know, give me all the shine. She's mm-hmm. just not that She's very low key. Yeah. She's yeah. very low key. Very low key. So that kind of backfired on us, Mm -hmm. to be honest. And I think one of the reasons why she didn't want to go back was had a lot to do with that, to be honest. She's out here in L.A. Mm -hmm. with us now. So but I think that made a lot of sense that you you understand social media. You understand this business. Mm -hmm. And has she not come on the show and controlled it herself and explained it and put it oh, out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Then she probably would have ended up on the shade room and mm-hmm. this, that and the other. Because what happens is, you know, as a reality star, if we don't say it and you guys find out, it's yeah. almost like we're hiding it. Yeah. Or we were trying to keep a secret. And then it becomes like, oh, it's like a scandal. Like, oh, Cynthia Bailey's daughter is secretly fluid. Mm-hmm. And it's not a secret. Noel is very proud of who she is and what her sexuality is. I'm proud of it. It's you know, we we don't have anything to hide. Now, is it everybody's business? Not really. Not really. But since but we're on a reality, that's the reality hard part show. about doing reality TV is that where where can you how where can you um, draw the line? Where do you draw the line? Right. And people oftentimes think that you don't have the right, right. to draw they the do. line because they're like you're you're getting paid or you made your life or your business off of sharing your personal right. business. And now you can't pick and choose what business you want. But to share. my daughter didn't sign up for this. Exactly. I signed up for it. So I'm pretty much, you know, yeah. you can blow my head off and put it back on if you want to. Right. Because I signed up for this. Um, Mike didn't necessarily sign up for this. So mm-hmm. I'm a little protective of him as well. Very protective of Noel because Noel just got pulled into this because it's my life and she's my daughter. Yeah. So, you know, Leon and I both, you know, tried to protect her. But this mm-hmm. was a situation where she's older now. She just turned 20. Um, 
you know, she's a good kid. She doesn't get in trouble. She's not on blogs for doing a bunch of dumb stuff. This is not who we raised. Mm -hmm. But this was a personal choice for her. And I felt like it was important for her to tell her story in her own voice. And she did. And I was nervous about it. She was nervous about it. She had so much anxiety tonight that the show came on. Like at one mm. point she was like, do you think they have to show it? And I was like, no, it's going to be fine. She was like, but what do you think people are going to say? Like she's just never had that much attention. Like Noel has never been a hot topic on Wendy's show. Like she's never been on Shade Room just for being Noel. Like all of a sudden it wasn't Cynthia Bailey's daughter. It was like Noel well. Robinson <laughs> is. Put the whole government in. <laughs> Noel Ford Robinson is fluent, you know. And but it's such a beautiful that moment, was though. overwhelming for her. But, you know, she has so much support. She has so much love on her social media. Like even I'm getting praise for it. Yeah. And all, hell, all I did was say, okay, baby, look, if you're happy, I'm happy. Because we've seen so many times where people haven't been supportive. Right. Or we heard stories about people being put out their house because of their sexuality. Oh, my goodness. Or having to live in homeless shelters because they don't have any support or anyone to go to. Absolutely. And to see someone in the position that you are um, be so loving and supportive of someone, that of your child that just expressed to you something was so deeply personal. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, that she felt even that she could express that to you. Right. And openly. Oh, for sure. Because let me be clear. You know, I when I came up, I didn't feel comfortable talking to my mom about sex, let alone my sexuality or anything, you know, regarding that. And um, I was just amazed because I didn't know really what to expect either, but I just felt like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to protect Noel. I'm going to protect Noel. When I tell you the next day, my phone was blowing up. I had so many texts from people that I hadn't, people found my That's no, when I number reached out for, for the interview. People. Like yeah. people just found me and they were yeah. like, thank you. Thank you. I watched people that I didn't even know watch the housewives. Mm. I have a daughter that's fluid. I have been struggling, you know, trying to figure out how to deal with it. When I saw how you handled Noel, I'm good. And I feel like, you know, we forget, like I forget how powerful the show is. I forget like that millions of people are watching how much power we have on the show. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, change the world when the door came out, but I kind of felt like, you know what? I might get invited to, let me, like, this to really... the Glad Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I might be hosting the Glad Awards. Check out part two of B. Scott's interview with Cynthia Bailey of The Real Housewives of Atlanta next week right here on the B. Scott Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on Love B. Scott. Dot com.